This is the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Three, two, one. And welcome to this episode, this hectic beginning of an episode (laughs) of the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. And this is Tiffy Tuesday. Hey, John. Live in the studio this time. Live in the studio. It feels so good to be back here in your your little town here. Good Good to have you. Yeah, have, but don't call it my town. I'm just passing through. <laughs> I'm just passing. Well, through. how are you doing, John? It's been it's been a while since I've been back in the studio. How are you doing? You know, um, it's it's a it's a bittersweet kind of thing. I'm feeling good. Um, you know, knocking out some good episodes of the podcast. Uh, I got some good music gigs going on. Um, a new writing thing. I actually got asked to play bass on a solo project for another. Very I've never fun. been asked to play bass. I, I yeah. So this is this is cool. But uh, I'm tired. I'm still tired. I'm, I have this feeling of being worn out. I need to step back and take a break. I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think you do. I, I, I have I've noticed you've been quite ambitious lately. Well, you know, and ambition is good. I, I have to do it. I have to. I have to keep moving. Um, it's not like uh, you know. It's not like uh, uh, a situation of haste. It's not that. But I feel a certain amount of urgency to get things done. So I'm rolling with it. Hey, don't I'm fight it. With, no, no, don't fight it. Yeah. So, so at the same time, as I say, I'm tired and I need a break. I am enjoying myself. And that's the important it's thing. It's a good kind of tired. I've got a lot, gotten a lot done <laughs> and, and I'm allowed to be tired. It's the accomplishment exhaustion. Yeah. And that, that is a good feeling. Yeah. I know. Accomplishment exhaustion. Okay. It is. It is. There's it's a, accomplishment a... exhaustion. It is. I've, I've, I've been through that. Like I, I told you on the way over here yeah. that, I, you know, I spent my entire summer still doing more school. Yeah, school. School, baby. So At the young age of. <laughs> None of your fucking business. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. But for, for me, on, on my side, I've just been kind of like swallowed up in this abyss of despair, John, because I, like I also was telling you in the car, I'm in my very last year of university. Yeah. Yeah. And so after this, you know, I have to move out of mom's basement and finally be a big girl. Now this will be a bachelor's degree. This is another bachelor's another, degree. Yes. Uh, another, no. another. <laughs> yes and this is a bachelor's degree in? IT. Yeah. I'm going to be a computer nerd. So it's not something you can just fake your way through. You've got No, I've totally faked my way the entire Well, we were talking through. about that in the sense that, you, you know, the, 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 the lectures, you know, meeting up for the lectures, you know, you can get your way around that. But what I'm saying is you can't fake your way through the knowledge. You've got to know. Yeah. No, you, know, you have to learn the material. you got to yeah. learn the material in order yeah. to pass the exam yeah. but no i haven't stepped foot in a classroom in um since before the coronavirus let's just say that so i'm not blaming the coronavirus for my absence in class it's just the distance so so you base yeah that's right it's a bit of a it's like an hour drive one yeah, way yeah, yeah and it's not worth it for like an hour class on a tuesday you know so i just sit I just yeah, how many days a week would you have to meet up if you were meeting up? Uh, well, right now, I stupidly decided to take six classes this semester. So I would have to meet up like every goddamn day, I think, and probably try to be in two places at once to complete one <sighs> class. So, oh yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm so not meeting up, doing it, you know, getting what you can online, making sure you have the reading material, and, and then, and then <laughs> you just material, yeah. and then you just do things at your at yeah, your pace. you're giving me too much credit, my friend. I have um, not also purchased uh, purchased a book since the first semester. So, so how's, how's that work? Well, the, the, I'm studying IT, my friend. I'm studying IT. If I can't figure out how to learn how to program a computer from a computer. What the fuck am I doing? So in the curriculum, then, for example, it says you've got to learn how to program A, B, and C. And then you just go away online I, I, and you find, and you I study just get it self-taught. Up. Yeah, I just you study it up. Yeah. I studied it up. So I just, I'm like, and not only that, but some of the, the techniques that they use in the class are like, I remember getting a, a Java tutor because I had to learn Java. And he says, man, we haven't, we haven't done this technique in like 20 years. This is so obsolete. So most of the things I'm learning in school are obsolete before I even get into the, the job market. I'm just thinking how that would go. Let's say I wanted to be a lawyer and then I'm not going to meet up for any of the lectures. Mm -hmm. I would watch like my cousin Vinny. Right. (laughs) Watch old Matlock episodes. (laughs) 
and then just show up for the exam that's and probably it. do just you fine. can't handle the truth <laughs> just that's <laughs> that'd be your exam my friend so i stand corrected you can fake your way through a college level absolutely okay. man i've done it twice I faked my way through school the entire time, but the the, the it's not the school that I'm I'm no. I'm worried about, and that's not what's swallowing me into this giant abyss of despair. Like I mentioned, Talk it's to us. it's it's the fact that I'm going to graduate this year, and after I graduate. I have to get a home. I mean, I'm a single mom. I'm an immigrant in this country. I'm living in my friend's basement. Or let's just say I'm renting a room. Let's make it sound more oh, fancy. Really? I'm Are renting. You? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm renting I a room. I knew you were renting, but I thought it was like a whole. Oh, hell to the no. No, gig. I'm renting no. in a, a basement apartment. You know, I'm a grown ass wow. woman of an age, none of your fucking business. But I am a grown ass woman with a child. I'm a single mom and I'm trying to go to school and I'm trying to make it. And so I started looking. You know, on the different apps and stuff where you can right. find homes and yeah. all that. And I remember when I first moved to this country about 13 years ago, you know, you can get a one bedroom apartment yeah. for about 700,000 kroner, which a kroner to kroner to you know, U.S. dollar is about 10 to one. So if it was 700,000, yeah. then 70,000 kroner, I could get. Uh, a decent one-bedroom apartment with a bathroom. But now that's not the case in this little town that I live in. Now you have to put, you know, it's like a, a two million kroner, $200,000 for a one-bedroom bathroom apartment. And then there's that huge... Um that huge amount of, of cash you have to come up with. 20%. 20%. 20% of um, $2 million is too fucking much for a single mother who just got fresh out of school. So that's, that's, the, uh, that's the, the topic I want to talk about today, the housing market and how it's impossible for students coming out of school or even people who are not going to school, but they're coming into adulthood. The millennials that people want to bash yeah. on yeah. And, and why they're still living at, at their parents' house at mom and dad's house there's there's a fucking reason because it's totally understandable yeah it's completely understandable i mean um buying a house is just not feasible now with the affordability gap that has been going on over the past several decades it's gone worse because the housing market the the prices of houses have gone up but the wages have not, not really, not to match the, the housing market. No, they haven't. It seems like it's just gotten more and more difficult. I've been here for 20 years, uh, what, 19, 18 years in Norway. And luckily for Snoopy and I, we got in the market when things were, when, when it was easy to get into the market. Right. Uh, I don't remember the details, but I know they didn't require 20% to get a house loan. Uh, and I definitely know that the prices were significantly lower than what they are now so right. you got more house for the money so we had a relatively easy i mean we we slid right into the housing See, you must have done that before 2008 i think this Be was in i i want to say we bought our first home we came here in 2002 lived with her parents for a while i believe it was in 2004 yeah see it's gotta be it's gotta be before 2008 yeah. because once 2008 hit and that whole housing market just yeah. burst and everything got fucked up for absolutely everybody then the banks started tightening their lending regulations and they started to to do that to reduce risks to themselves but in order to do that they have to now force us to put the 20 percent down payment right. which i did some research on the train on the way up here and the national association of realtors in the united states uh they they did a an assessment of college grads in 2020 this year um the College grads in 2020 without debt, the ones that didn't take up the student loans, the ones that are not burdened by the nastiness of student and loans. There's not many of them, I would assume. Yeah, I can't imagine there are many of them. But it, they said that it would take them an average of 7.6 years to accumulate the 20% down payment on an average home. 7.6 years. 7.6 years so to save up. So you graduate college, let's say you're 22, 23 years old. Right. You cannot expect to safely and securely buy a home until you're almost 30 or until, 30. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. But then they also did a study on the college students that... Um, had student debt that that would be me you know i have student debt so they said that that would take those students 
four more years on top of the 7.6 years. So, so now we're up in 33, 34 years old before you can get into the market. Before you can even get in the market. And that's if you were smart enough to save your money in the 20s. And let me tell you about my 20s, John. <laughs> that is a, a, it's a whole different ball game. I did not save a fucking penny. Uh, I was I was out doing stupid shit, traveling the world and, and trying to live life while you, you know, because youth is for the young, you know, it should be. Is this why, and I don't have any stats on it, but I do know that the average age for first time parents is, is significantly higher than it was just 15 years Roger ago. Roger that, Roger and that. I wonder if that's why. I mean, if you, if you're not secure in your housing, in other words, if you're still renting yeah. to me, there's so much uncertainty in that. I couldn't, I wouldn't feel safe starting a family. Right, right. And and this this is a, a d- completely different ballgame. Like you said, it's it's uh, people are waiting longer to start families. There are many, many factors that can go into that, not just housing. It could be also but that... it's a big part of it's it. It's a huge part of it because I know that I wouldn't purposely start a family if I was still renting or whatever. But, yeah. you know, sometimes shit happens. You know, so, <laughs> you know, whatever. A couple of tequilas later, and shit happens. I get that. I get that. I'm not. I'm not blaming anybody for that. I've been there, done that, living the life. So, <laughs> but, but also, it also has the factors that um, women. Uh, well, women have a little more rights these these days, yeah. so we're not so reliable on men. So we don't have to get married to your ass. Like right now, I'm in a really a happy relationship, yeah, and we will well never, that. never, never get married. We agreed that with you each know other. That already. We always we talked about it. You know how whenever you first get in love and you start talking about your future, and I said, "Honey, I hope you never want to marry me." And he goes, "Oh." Oh, baby, you were the one. <laughs> you were the one for me because marriage to me is just absolutely. I mean, no, no offense to you. No, no, you're no, a married no, man, no, yeah. but it just seems like it's an antiquated, antiquated. Uh, but I get that. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Well, in a in a different in a different sense, I, you know, I don't I don't have a problem uh, with commitment, and I don't have a problem with solidifying that commitment with the symbolic. Symbolic, called but, marriage. It's, but, but, but that's Bobby, really all it is. But it's not. No, the fuck, it's not symbolic, on, sir. Really? It is a legal sir. goddamn contract. <laughs> it's a contract. You sign it. You get it notarized, right? You have to have yeah. two witnesses, yeah. and you sign it. It's a legal binding maybe contract. Symbolic, maybe symbolic is the wrong word, but I, I guess the whole the ring whole, is symbolic. That whole legal thing uh, p- pales in importance uh, when compared to that commitment that is made i get that i get that i get that but there's also like i say there's women's liberation like we still now we know we can leave if we want to if if the relationship goes bad we do have places to go and we don't we're not stuck in it right because back in the 50s i mean or you know 30s or whatever up into the 70s even some women couldn't get jobs and they were like even into the 80s we gotta stick with this marriage because how am i gonna feed my kids so yeah it's it's different now because now we can just look at you and you're like listen you're (laughs) you're a fuck stick I'm out of here you know have fun with whatever the fuck you're doing over here but I got my things to do and life is meant to be lived so women so that's another factor but also the housing market because like I said I'm a single mom and without another income are you scared are you scared I'm not scared I'm pissed okay I'm pissed I I find explain that I'm gonna explain that because I I find it completely ridiculous and unfair that they make the housing market I mean like what kind of I have dreams, right? I have dreams. I want to do all kinds of things, mm-hmm. but to have a roof over your head, why does that have to be a dream? Shouldn't that mm-hmm. just be a given that at one point in your life, you're going to find a home and it's going to be affordable. And, and let's speaking about affordable. Let's get to that point. Why are these houses not affordable? It's because of the, the housing bubbles and all this stupid marketing uh, the the supply and demand of it all. I think it's fair to say that it's because of corruption among the bankers. There's a certain amount of corruption. There's a certain amount of callousness and self-interest. And some people will just say, well, hey, that's capitalism. Well, if it's capitalism, then certain, that aspect of capitalism sucks because it, 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 it does nothing right. for the overall society. It, it does just, something for the bankers and the investors, but for the people, it does It, it hurts us. It and, hurts. Yeah. And, and not only that, but when, whenever the, the, the housing bubbles do burst and, and suddenly the interest rates go, go low, 
and now it's a buyer's market, right? Yeah. When it's yeah. a buyer's market, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, let me Maybe look. Maybe there's a chance. Maybe yeah. there's a chance, but no, it's all these goddamn house flippers that come, <sighs> and they buy up all the houses, and what they do is they make a shit house that I can afford. I, I don't care if there's leaks and stuff. I can fix it. Sure. But they go ahead and fix it and make it more expensive. So by the time people like me can afford to buy the house, they've already prettied it up, gentrified a neighborhood. I was just going to say, that's exactly what gentrification that is. is. I was arguing with some people uh, online about that uh, last week. Um, you can't be callous to the to that phenomenon called gentrification it ruins people it ruins a huge segment of society it just locks them out of any type of advancement any type of advancement and 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 outside of the society that they live in too because now we have to move further and further out into fucking bfe and now we can't get to work because we're the poor people who don't have the car to get all the way into town or whatever so it's really fucking expensive to be poor I do have a car. I do have a car, but it's a lease. I don't own okay. it. Okay. Um, and I, the reason why I leased this particular car is because my school is quite far and we have tolls yeah. all the way and ah, I'm poor. Yeah. So I had to lease an electric car. So I didn't, um, here in Norway, at least at the time for the time being, um, if you have an electric car, then you don't get charged any tolls on the highway. Yeah. And so if I would dr- would have a driven a gas guzzler or any kind of regular fuel-based car, that's uh, right. yeah, yeah, it would have cost me like uh, 30, 30 bucks every day. That's actually a dumb question. I know you have a car. We've talked about you having to to To, to take the drain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello, John. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> um, okay, now how, how, how different is that? Do you know how different the housing situation is with prices, with availability, with difficulty, mm-hmm. comparing Norway and the States. I do. And guess what? What, you, what can you tell me about that? It is exactly the fucking same. I'm wondering if if it's just a, it's a global market, if housing is, I don't know. If, any, if there's any uh, you know economy so students just, that want to talk about this or whatever later on, they can make a comment on the website, johnallenpod.com. Make a comment if you know why the housing market just keeps getting more blown up and more out of reach for younger people, or I'm not young, but people who are coming out of school and and trying to be she's young, (laughs) (laughs) trying to know what they're going to be when they grow up. You know, once they figure out, uh, you know, and it's they're ready for life and ready to move out. People like me who don't have an inheritance from parents or, you know, I come from a long line of poor people. We, none of us, <laughs> none of us has gotten an inheritance the whole way down. That is very good that you mentioned that. I wanted to bring that up. The mm-hmm. whole thing about inheritance or family money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that explains something that I have, I and Snoopy have always wondered about for years, going way back to, to when we were first looking for a home here in mm-hmm. Norway and we were seeing people. Uh, our age or younger with just a percentage of the income that she and I had. Right. And they were buying these big old spreads. Oh, bitch. And we always wondered why, but I think it's that inheritance. It's got to be inheritance. I know, I know that you, Snoopy, because me and Snoopy bonded over these goddamn TV shows, but I know <laughs> Snoopy watches these TV shows where, you know, you have. Uh, you know, a couple that comes in and they're going to buy a home and they have a budget of like $900,000. Yeah. And she is like a yoga guru and yeah. he's like a life coach. And you're like, well, how yeah. the fuck yeah. did these yeah. two have a budget of 900000 You know, yeah. I know people that work at NASA that don't have a budget like I think that. their old Auntie Ingun died or something. It's got to be something. <laughs> it's got to be something. a pile of gold coins to them. I guess so. But there's some of us, some of us, I, I, I don't know your past. But I know my past, and there's some of us that there's no, no inheritance have, down the line. We don't have that. We don't have that. As, as Samuel L. Jackson called it in uh, in uh, Jungle Fever, long money. We don't have long. We money. don't have long money. I like that term. <laughs> we do not have long money. We barely have short money. I'm barely making it to you know month after month. I feel, and that's like, the Troutman way. <laughs> and, and, and my my parents were solid middle middle class. My father was a was a cop. He retired after right. what twenty some years. And my mother worked in the federal court system. So we were very solid yeah. middle class. Maybe you can even say upper middle class. Yeah, I would say upper middle class. But before them, mm-hmm. my grandparents on both sides, there was no generational money there. No. Mm-mm. So I did I I do not expect any kind of a 
no. inheritance when when uh, when my mother goes. I, I that's it, no. that's just not there. I'm, so we've always had this yeah. thing in our head, both me and Snoopy, that we have to stand on our own two feet. Absolutely, yeah. and it's not a jealousy thing, but I do see that other people that making that are making less money than she and I. And they're younger, less well-established. They're buying these homes. Right. I do believe it's the inheritance. It's got to be. There's there's no other way because I know no I work money. three fucking jobs and I can barely afford rent. Three. And food. Uh, yes, sir. You know, I'm a painter. So I, I take my painting very seriously. I'm also a translator. Can I say something about your painting? Uh-huh. You guys, you need to go on johnallenpod.com and then up on the menu, it says Loyal Oak Artists. You need to go in there and look at Miss Tiffany's artwork. I am so proud to be a part of the Loyal Oak Artist she, group. She's, she's fantastic, you guys. I can't even put words on it. Uh, I'm not going to try to put words on it. You guys just have to go and see what she's doing, and you will be captivated. If you want to uh, commission her for any kind of work, get in touch with her or get in touch with me uh, through johnislandpod.com. I appreciate that plug. That was a shameless plug. I, shameless. I shameless plug. I appreciate hey, that. Hey, look, it's, I, I believe in propping up uh, the people that I care about. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I mean, that's what life is. I appreciate that, giving giving a leg up to your friends. And that's what the world should do. I'm not going to buy you a house. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> God damn it. I was buttering you up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was buttering your ass up. No, you ain't gonna buy me. But I, th- I think that inheritance thing has a lot to to say about. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, I I never really heard about inheritance back in the states, but over here in Norway, it's a big issue. Families split up. Yeah, over that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's because these families are like. Uh, you know, they're they're old money if they have the money here, and um, yeah, they were a poor country like just. 40, yeah. 50 years ago. Yeah. So when the money came in, it's still generational. They're still here. They're still alive. Right. Because what the, the big oil boom here in Norway happened in the 60s. Middle 60s. Yeah, yeah come yeah. on. My parents yeah. were alive in the 60s. Yeah. So yeah. that means that my parents would have that big oil money. Right. And, you know, then I, maybe I might have gotten an inheritance, inheritance. But, however, you know, dad worked at the Jiffy Mart and my mom was a, a waitress. So, so you are, you are <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you describe yourself, a grown-ass woman. Uh-huh. <clears throat> single and you have yet to get into the housing market right how what, what's the solution for you i'm what's it gonna take uh, apparently 12 years of saving but the problem is is with those years of saving i have to do that while paying rent That's and it's impossible it's isn't impossible it? because the you know the entrance level of payments to I, i'm probably gonna have to be take an internship somewhere so i gotta be an intern who who doesn't pay any fucking money so there's at least another two years that i got being broke and then i can start saving i'm going to be 65 before <laughs> before i own my house that's and that's scary. just the generational thing that happens right now and that's not how it used to be you know by 65 i should have already saved a bunch of money to give my kid when i die my son is also not going to inherit <laughs> a fucking penny from me probably but you know what uh, mm-hmm. you you you're, you're getting your education you're going to be finished with that uh soon and and hopefully you will be able to <clears throat> to find work uh in right. the field that you're educated in let's hope however however what do you think about you know we talked about your art a couple minutes ago you are mm-hmm. extremely talented oh thank you what do you think about campaigning for yourself putting yourself out there more than you do yeah i don't do you've that. already had some a celebrity quite recently I did. the crazy was... doctor from scrubs what's yeah. his name i'm sorry i've forgotten his name his, well his his uh, uh, his character name is dr zeltzer dr zeltzer Zel- dr zeltzer on scrubs one of my f- I, I i wish he would have had more time on because he was hilarious every he, time he showed up yeah he he, he was <laughs> i loved his deadpan delivery oh, I, gosh, he was, was so fucking perfect. funny but his real name is Bob Glendennan. Bob Glendennan. Thank yeah, you. and uh, yeah, he, I, he he found your art on Twitter. I, I posted it. I on posted Twitter, it, and right? he he yeah. you know he commented back that it was really really good. That. And I was like, that's really so nice. So that 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 kind of tells me that you have the potential to put yourself out there and get recognized, and then all of a sudden you've got that actor, actress, musician who has the funds and who is inclined to use funds on art. Right. And then all of a sudden your name is getting spoken in those circles Uh. and you're getting commissioned. And there is your 
next level of income, we'll, we'll which can see. then change your relation to the housing market. I know, but what I do also... Think? Is that feasible? It's feasible, but first Stop of all... Being so <laughs> Stop being, being so humble. Stop being so humble. I'm not being humble, but it's... it's, it's uh, it was really sweet of him to make that video, first of all, because he made a video that kind of propped me up a little bit. Yes, he and said did. He yeah. really liked my it art. It was a straight-up endorsement of Yeah, your work. it was. Yeah. It was really, really kind of him. And he's just a really, really sweet man. I think yeah. he is. He's a he genuinely, he's genuinely, to, yeah. yeah, really sweet man. But I don't want to have to rely on famous people to... But it's not relying on them. It's, it's, it's... Okay, there's a door and it's cracked open. Right. And one of them is on the other side looking through that crack in the door at you. Right. Why not open that door and step through? Well, you know what? You know what? It's That's what that is. It's not It it's is. Not, it's not throwing all of your eggs in one basket, no. but it is ex it's exploring, fully exploring an yeah. opportunity. Well, it would be really nice if I had like one of my pieces hanging up in their home. You know, and then maybe if somebody, if they have a friend that it it's, it's that into talk art. about and then all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, because there's a bunch of foo-foo art people in, in, in California, right? I can imagine. Sure. So maybe some foo-foo snobby person can come in and go, oh, I like that. You <laughs> yeah. know, maybe, maybe give her a holler. And that would be really, really nice. Well, see, and that's what I'm talking about. Right. That you, that you, that you explore those kind of, you know, because I'm, I'm sure you don't want to wait till you're 65 before you're in a house. No, I would love to have So I'm, I'm just pointing that out as, yeah. as you know. It's it's an opportunity. It's it is. like what I'm doing with my podcast. It's an opportunity. I saw an opportunity with this, and yeah. I took it, and I'm doing it. Right. You've got a bigger opportunity. What's potentially a much more lucrative opportunity. I, you know what? It's not about the money. But hold well, on I mean, now. it hold needs on. to be. <laughs> well, well, hold on now. Okay, I'm I'm an artist too. Different uh -huh. kind of art. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm an artist too, uh -huh. and I don't write songs. I don't perform music right. for the money. Right. However, if that song that I've written or if that performance can be monetized. Why not? With sincerity. Right. And it's not taking away from my artistic expression. It's right. not getting in the way. Yeah. It's not my original motivation. Why not? I think, you know, I think that's what my big main block is by having is. the the Hollywood folk or anybody, anybody like that, any, any super snooty, um, artist, I don't want to like damage my, <laughs> my, my, uh, opportunities now, but Wait, well, it terrifies me that they will tell me, I, I hear lots of stories about like musicians who suddenly made it, you know, I remember going to high school with a drummer. Hey, Randy, um, <laughs> with a drum, he, he became the drummer for a very uh, popular you know, band with uh, mm -hmm. a few hits or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, the next album that they made, their musical director or their manager or somebody told him that how to make their art. And I didn't want that. I don't want that. I just want to fucking paint some shit. <laughs> I just want to slap some art. But aren't you afraid of something that hasn't happened to you yet? Absolutely. That's what a phobia is. A phobia is, is being terrified of something that might happen and, and through your own experiences or, or your own in, internal insecurities that you're afraid that somebody's going to tell you to do... Yeah. Uh, something that's not yourself and I want to be myself and my art. And so when yeah. somebody asks me, can you paint a picture of this? I kind of, I don't want to say that I want free rain because I do paint from pictures, you know, send me a picture of your dog or send me a picture of your husband yeah. or something like that. And I'll be happy to paint them, but I want to be able to do it in, in my way and not be told, you know, to I, make them skinnier absolutely. or make them taller or I want to paint them how they are. And I don't want to, Photoshop people in their paintings, and I just want to make reality reality. Right. Yeah, you want your perception of that subject right. matter to be pure. That's it. I want purity. So it's it's kind of hard. So, but right now I don't have painting really as a job. It's just no. A, it's just what you do. For it's a hobby. And then when it, my yeah. friend, yeah, I don't I don't have a website. I no. don't. Luckily, you put some of my stuff on your website, but I don't market myself or anything. It's just word of mouth, you know. And yeah. and somebody walks into a house and sees one of my paintings and goes, "Oh, that's really cool." You know, who did that? Oh, my girlfriend did. Yeah. Here, here's her phone number. And that's how I've been doing yeah, it. Don't get me wrong. I totally respect your your artistic in integrity. Uh, you know, that's important. I I have my artistic integrity as well right uh 
I'm just open to the idea of people paying for it. I know. No, I'm totally open for it because I need it. First of all, I paint with oils. Do you know how fucking expensive oil paintings are? Oil paint. And when I go to the store, I got to pay like a little bit. And she talked about the the price of all that. The price of oils is it's going up and especially depends on what kind of pigmentation you have in there. If you want cobalt blue, which is like fantastic i love cobalt but the cobalt in it you know i, I guess it's on mind on the back of slaves of children or something i don't yeah. i don't know what's it's probably awful so it's probably ethically awful but it's also <laughs> super expensive so it depends on the pigmentation of the oils and and um i probably have to ask for you know a few hundred dollars as a down payment oh, just wow. to start just one to, because i need the canvas just to finance the material the canvas isn't cheap either no and i get saying. my I, I paint to custom size so if somebody wants like you know a 101 and a half by 302 uh, and three quarters painting that fits so i do that i buy a, a roll of canvas and I, I do it that way so because it's all custom size and i fit to to what your specification are in the size range but not necessarily well, in the art whatever doing yeah that's why you're so doggone cool you have so much artistic integrity you're not going to change your art for anything um not even for a house apparently. not even for a house <laughs> uh-uh. no I, I i just i just wanted to explore that for a second yeah. because i see it as a screaming opportunity for some finance yeah well, well i, I, I guess i, I guess I there's, a, there's a part of me that, that's how good you are there's a, there's a huge part of me that also respects bob the, the mm-hmm. actor. I don't want to use him. I think he's just a genuinely nice guy sure. who did a nice video for me. And and I just took that as an act of kindness, but I don't want to monetize you on him because I think, yeah, I, I think he's like a, a really down-to-earth good man. And it makes me feel icky inside I to totally feel like I'm using that. him to I asked, get my career off the ground. I asked a, a celebrity. He's a Norwegian celebrity right. uh, musician. A couple of days ago, is to be a guest on my podcast, right? And that's something that took me about six months to get the nerve to do it, right? And and this was like three or four days ago, and he hasn't answered. And I'm yeah. Like, oh my gosh, did I ruin? Did I ruin the 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 vibe? The vibe? Did the I vibe. ruin the don't relationship? Fuck up the vibe. There? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I don't think so. Lesson I mean, learned. Lesson no, learned. it's only been four days. And listen, there's there's people. You might be busy. People are fucking busy. I but mean, you know, on on Messenger, you can see when people have seen the message. Has he seen it? He saw it almost. Oh, right okay, there. okay. I left him. I left him. <laughs> no, then he's fucking no, ghosting you. He's, ghost- <laughs> <laughs> he's totally oh, fucking ghosting you. Honesty from t- Miss <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany Tuesday is all about brutal honesty. Hey man, you I've can't been get a house. Give up until you're 65. And John, stop bothering celebrities. John, <laughs> stop bothering celebrities. You've been ghosted. <laughs> oh, boy. I come here and lay down the fucking hand every time, John. <laughs> But it's true. It's true. It's it's. I feel icky for. It is uncomfortable. You don't it was uncomfortable. You don't want to abuse that contact. I don't. Well, I don't. I just. I don't want to say he's a friend. We're not. You know, we're not super familiar. We've chatted like maybe three or four times or something. And you know, I've I've made compliments about his family. He's made compliments about mine. And uh-huh. it's just been like friendly banter or whatever. <laughs> but it's it's. I don't know. I just I feel weird riding on the backs of other people. I totally get that. Yeah. Absolutely. But. In reality, that's how life goes. I mean, in order to, no man is an island is what they say. So you have to get a leg up every once in a while. But I don't know if it's my, you know, my childhood, my brainwashed dramatic we, shit. That we, all, we all have I can't baggage. Ask my, my baggage has kept me. Here I am talking all this mess, trying to be Mr. Motivator for you. Mm-hmm. But my baggage, my, my past and things I've experienced has held me back from, right. I don't know, from, 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 from picking up on opportunities right and that's mine too yeah okay. yeah and i told and i get it i, uh, mean, I get it it uh, it's just it's it's a weird icky feeling first of all there's a lot of pride in my family so much pride i left home when i was 16 i have never borrowed a single dollar from my parents never asked for money and never it's just because that's what was kind of instilled in me is that you know you're fucking on your own chicky you know it's it's one of those that's the mama bird that kicks the baby bird out of the nest a little yeah. bit too early <laughs> yeah i was i was telling you yeah. earlier you know i i for, to the best of my knowledge you know my mother may have some spanish doubloons buried in the backyard but to the best of my knowledge there's no long family money there no there's no but, long money. but above and beyond that i could never I couldn't go back to Ma and say, Ma, can I borrow no. some? I did do that once when I came from 
when I came from, when I came out of the Marines, uh, <clears throat> when I, um, how do I speak here? When I came out of the Marines, <laughs> You're there was something, there was something, yeah, discharge, thank you. Yes. Uh, there was some, I don't remember the details, something with my bank account that my, I was trying to transfer my bank account from that armed forces. Right, I remember that, yeah. To regular bank, and it was taking some time, and I had an opportunity to buy a car. <sighs> so I said, Ma, it costs 2500 I'll have the money in a week. Right. I got the money in two days and paid her back. Right, Very right nice. Away. Very that's nice. the only time. That's the only time I can in my adult life say that I. But ever, that was a leg up. It was a leg up because, because uh, you know it was two thousand five hundred dollars for that car right then and there. Right then and there. And well, <laughs> I mean, I could have got something else, but but that was I, a good deal. It was a good deal. It was a good deal, and it would it would probably. Uh, help you advance further because you know, everybody has to start off small. Everybody gets yeah. the junker car. I, I, I remember what I had. I had a <laughs> Nissan Pulsar. Everybody listen to this shit. It was a Nissan Pulsar. It was an 86 and a half model. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, this was back when they made half models. It was T-topped. It was fabulous. Okay. And even the, even the lights, they went up and down. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? When you turn yeah. it on and the flippy lights. Yeah. I thought I was the sexiest shit in this thing. <laughs> but it cost me $600. Okay. There should, that should have been a cue that I was going to get stranded on I-95 with the fucking engine blowing out and stuff like that. Oh. So, so I bought my own first car, but it wasn't a, a, a payment to my future. It was a loss in money. I bought the car for $600. It ran for approximately maybe two months. And then now I'm out $600 and also don't have a car. So the 2,500 that you spent on the car, it could mean that you could sell it and still have some equity and move forward in life right. and keep stepping. But everything that I buy is so cheap that it breaks and it's just a loss of money. And this is going to be the same thing about any house that I buy or, you know, unless I get handy, which I don't know how to swing a hammer to save my fucking life. Me neither. Snoop, <laughs> Snoop, Snoop does all that all right, stuff. All right, I'm going to holler at Snoop whenever I get my own I house. I bake the when cupcake, I get it. she swings the hammer. That's it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, because once you buy that house, you're not finished. You're not the, finished. With the, you're not finished with the expenses. There's the maintenance and, and, and renovation and all that. And you have stuff. to renovate because you, you want to make you money. Buy, if, especially if you buy a lower end house. Right, low income you've house. Got to, you've got to, to do those. Wow. Yeah, so it's really gotta, fucking expensive before. You, we got to get you in a house before 65. <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, I, I don't see that as easy. I, if Snoop and I were just now starting out, I don't know how we could do it. No, no. We're in the market now, s- securely in the market. Right. But to start out at this day and age, I don't know how it's, we could It's do not it. a thing. It's not a thing. And I, I don't see too much hope for it. And this is going to be in the future. I think in my son's generation, you know, he's eight. So I don't know what generation that is. Generation Z. Or, Z I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. L, M, and a P. I don't fucking know. I don't follow <laughs> that shit. But he's, he's in the generation that whenever he finally can afford to buy a house or go to buy a house, uh, the disparity between the prices of housing and because of the flippers that make them all fancy and make them all, mm-hmm. we're gentrification and all that shit. By the time he graduates high school, the disparity between housing prices and your economy is going to be, it's going to be impossible. And I think it's going to create a new class of people. You know, you have the middle class, you have upper middle class, you have lower middle class, you have poor. I'm in the poverty range. (laughs) So, and, and then you're going to have something else i think it's going to be or does the poverty line go lower because now that sounds it, quite it's graded reasonable. on a curve that sounds quite reasonable to think that it might turn out like that absolutely and it becomes a more disparity between the haves oh, and the have-nots yeah yeah, wow. yeah. so it's kind of terrifying that's why i was in the, in the abyss of despair on the way here i'm thinking yeah. you know in the, the future is not looking good if i want a home well or, it has a sobering effect to think about it does that because it's not just you you know you have your son right Right, and what and not only that, him? but I'm, do you fear? Do you fear for his? I not only do I fear for his his future. His future I don't feel fear because uh, he's a smart kid and and he'll figure it out. And, you know, I know he will. But I I feel a bit of um, disappointment in myself that I haven't changed our legacy, our family legacy. But that's a good parent. A good parent will never be satisfied with right. the job that they are doing. Right. I'm not, I'm not feeling You're satisfied. Always feel like you can do more. <laughs> I feel that way with our two. I'm busting my ass. Like I said, I'm doing three jobs. I'm going mm. to college full time. I, you know, I, I got my baby boy. I take care of him, make sure he's got so lunch you, and everything. So, so do you feel this? What does that do to you to feel like you need to change your family legacy? 
it tells me that, um, well, right now it tells me that I know I'm trying. I know I'm trying. And I know my son sees that I'm fucking trying. He does see that because he does. Mom, you're always working. I'm like, listen, baby boy. I see it. Yeah. You amaze me with everything <laughs> you do. With but I'm school. also not a neglectful mom. I, do, I don't work when he's home, which is why I'm always working at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, doing oh. translations for things and stuff. Yeah. So I, I do it. I try to be a mom, too. I want to be present because that's also a different part of the legacy that, you know, uh, I want to change. So I have changed some things of the legacy of, of my family, but it has not been with the finances. And it's not that I'm bad with finances. It's just that you have to have somewhere to start. And if you start from the ground, um, you know, you're, you're probably not going to make it in this day and age. Oh boy. I just want, you know what? I want to go put on my pajamas and just get under the covers and, and, go, and go to sleep. I can't think about this. So stuff. here's Tiffy with your happy <laughs> Tuesday news. You're all going to be homeless, and but you're you know going to be. <laughs> but you know what? We're we're just talking true. We're talking. We're reality. talking to realness. I, that's what I come here. I come and bring the hard truths. I come in here, but we can look on the upside though. The upside is, is that there is no hope. <laughs> <laughs> There's a certain amount of comfort in acknowledging the fact that there is there no hope. There is no hope. So There's we don't have that burden of <laughs> the you know fantasy of maybe perhaps I'll have a yard and be able to plant roses one day. Nah, just fuck all that shit, you know. Just go to the pub. If you had an opt- <laughs> but if you had an optimal situation in your life. Right. You know, we're talking about housing, we're talking about work. Right. We're talking about level of success. What would it be? Can you put that into words? My opt- you know what? You wanna, you, you're asking me about my dream, is what you're asking me. Yeah. What is my dream life? Yeah. And I don't ask, I realize that my, my my friend actually was joking with me about it. She's like, you don't really want much in life. And I don't. Like the, My dream is to have a house, just a home, it, it, with everything working. Nothing leaking. You know, yeah. it's like a, an actual livable home. Yeah. Uh, that I have a yard in because I love gardening. I miss gardening, you know, and I rent, so I don't have a yard, you know, I don't, and um, windows. Oh my God, windows, because I live in a basement. That's right. You know, I don't get any natural light in my home. It's been summer, and I still have to turn on the lights during the day, like one o'clock in the afternoon, I got to turn on the lights. Look at that curtain aside there behind you. Look at that. Look at that that fucking sunlight. (laughs) And air, and you know, and you actually have a view. I don't have a view. I look, my view is the underneath of the upstairs neighbor's porch. (laughs) So I see spiders and dust. So I miss natural lighting. See, I don't ask for much. I just want a little bit of natural lighting and a a roof over my head and a garden to to garden with. But when you get that, do you think you'll be satisfied? It's a bettering of your situation, but is it optimal? Again, optimal situation. Optimal situation. If I make it super optimal, it would be in a warm country. <laughs> back, back to Florida? No, oh. you know I. Well, you no, no desire to go back. Uh, yeah, there's a fight there. There's like a, an inner fight there because I do love Florida. People talk shit about Florida, but Florida is just a beautiful place where we live. Where you vacation, we we don't have to go super far to go have fun. We got all the theme parks there. I mean, we, as a kid, we we took field trips in fifth grade to go to Sea World. You know, yeah. because all of a sudden it's marine yeah. biology. So we had growing up in Florida. It was just amazingly fun. The beach was 15 minutes down the road. It was, and it's free, you know, so it's free fun. So I do miss that part. I miss the sunshine, the suntan lotion, the margaritas and all that. But I don't love what's happening to Florida in these days and times. Or, or to the United States, to be honest with Florida, you. Florida is a weird place to me. To yeah. me. Uh, but again, I've only been there um, once as a tourist and then dozens of times work related right and i i i don't know it was it was just weird i never i depends on where you are (laughs) well again yeah again yeah so so i never have seen i don't know florida is not that different from ohio you've got beaches we have we have lake erie there's beaches yeah i guess (laughs) you can't really can you surf on lake erie are there waves Mm, i can't imagine that there's waves on a lake i don't unless it's like a nor'easter or something yeah Yeah. there you go Let me know, people, if you've ever surfed on Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you, girl. <laughs> I, I get um, I get crushingly homesick for for Ohio. Yeah, I do. 
Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. But now, you know, I don't want to get political on this particular episode here. But yeah, now with with the the politics as it is, and and you know, to move back home, yeah. um, as secure as Snoopy and I are here, to move back home and to try and get into the housing market back home. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how much more difficult that would be, but I think it would be too difficult I think so. to consider. So as homesick as I am, yeah. I do not want to move back because I don't want to experience no. that starting over process. And the housing market, I mean, we've, we've said a little bit about the differences, right. uh, but it seems like there's more similarities in the housing markets here and back home in the it's States. It's quite the same. But, but I just have this impression that the housing market in the States is unstable. Yes. And it would scare me. Yeah. It would yeah. scare me to try and get started. There. I think so. Especially in this political climate yes. that we have going on yeah. in the States. It's, it's completely fucked. It's, it's absolutely nauseous to look at because it's, it is unstable. It is, you don't know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, with all these different, somebody gets a tax break here and the rich, the rich just keep getting richer and the poor just keep getting poorer in the States. The disparity between the, the two classes or the two sides it's, it's too, too um, it's too unstable to it just doesn't look good no. from, on from the outside looking in it just doesn't look good no it doesn't and i don't really want to as, as homesick no. as i am i don't want to get into no. that so i'm i'm at the place in my heart where it's a nice place to visit but i'm not but really wanting to live there you're right looking now to be here no let's not get all uppity about that bullshit either <laughs> i'm not trying to stay here neither no. what, but what i was deciding was that i do want to go for uh my norwegian citizenship um, because then I can keep right now what they have is you can have, uh, you can keep your American citizenship and get a dual citizenship as a Norwegian. And once I do that, then I can move anywhere. I think I want to do that as well. Yeah. I have resisted that for years mm. because of, uh, to, to me, it's an identity. Issue. Me too. But now I that an American, yes, but now they are letting you keep your American passport. That's when you and different. I first moved here, yeah. you had to absolutely denounce your American citizenship. If and you want to become, I was that. not going to do that because I'm not going to lose my Americanness. I mean, I might be, you know, pissed off at my country, but we right. ain't breaking up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not breaking up. We just having a break. We were <laughs> on a break. You'll, so. <laughs> sleep, you'll, you'll sleep on the couch, but you're still in the house. We're still in the house. We'll still have, <laughs> We'll begrudgingly have breakfast together and just look at each other from across the, the pond and just be like, motherfucker, what the fuck? Oh, and the makeup, look at him the just breathing sex, in the and out. sex will be awesome. I hope so. When it comes, and when it, when it does come, when I do go for a visit, it is makeup it, sex. I do, I do my pub crawls with my friends and I forget about politics because when I go home, I, I see my people. And even though there's a lot of us that don't agree on politics, over a pint of beer, we just remember who you used sure, to be. Sure, sure. Yeah. Now, I, I'm thinking about um, that whole thing about citizenship, because even now when we can have dual citizenship, mm -hmm. I have also resisted because, again, because of that identity thing, maybe identity slash loyalty thing. Well, well, well what would, is it about it? That makes you feel like you're going to be disloyal because you're still going to be an American citizen. It's just you're going to have an extra citizenship. It's like, uh, you know, being a double dip cone. You know what I mean? Have a little I, cream in your coffee. Guess, I guess, yeah, but you know, <laughs> still it, coffee. It, it might be that thing where I've heard too many Norwegians talk that BS about how if you're not blonde haired, blue eyed with with. 10 generations in Norway, right. you're not Norwegian. Right. So it's like, okay, screw you then. Well then, but here. I don't want to be, you know. But, but let, me, <laughs> let me flip that script for you though. Flip it. I'll flip it for you, baby. Because, you know, you think that whenever you go get your, Mar your Norwegian citizenship, that Norwegians are going to look at you and go, well, you're not Norwegian enough. Well, I know they won't do that because. Fuck actually, that, they will. Well, 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 <laughs> they absolutely I, well, will. I, I can say this. I can say this. Most of the people that I have anything to do with, whether it's friends or, or, or work relationships, they just assume that I am a Norwegian citizen. Really? People are shocked when I tell them I'm not. Really? Really. You being a giant-ass black man, they're shocked that you're not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed they Norwegian. Think, they think that I have, I don't know, they, they, they may have their narrative about how they think I came to, come right, to Norway. Right, 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 right. But they always assume I am a Norwegian citizen. That's funny. I mean, because, because of the way you speak Norwegian. You speak it very... That could be. That could be. You it. speak okay. it very fluently in the dialect that you speak it. That 
could be it. I think so. But okay. you speak in a really funky ass dialect because you speak <laughs> North Norwegian and I am used to Southeastern Norwegian. So we yeah. speak different dialects. But yeah. uh, whenever I speak Norwegian, people think I'm from Spain for some really? reason. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. It's weird. I've been to Spain like one time. I was like, <laughs> okay. I, they think I'm Spanish and I don't look Spanish at all. No, you don't. At all. So Interesting. <laughs> it's Interesting. very strange. Yeah. Maybe it's my yeah. accent. I don't know. So, so that, that citizenship thing, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I need to commit to that. And, uh, uh, well, I was going to flip it for you. This was, that was the whole thing. Yeah, I was going to flip yeah. it for you because you were worried about people, Norwegians not thinking that you were Norwegian enough, maybe perhaps, you know, yeah. cause you're not 10 generations right. deep of blonde right. hair, blue eyed Viking Valkyrie blood right. or whatever the fuck that shit is. But flip the script on that. And that's how I'm thinking of it. I'm going, well, fuck you. I don't need to be Norwegian to have your piece of paper that lets me move to Portugal. I don't want to fucking be here anyway. You know, so I'm just using you. You think you're just using Good me point. for my tax money? Well, fuck you. I'm just using using you to get the fuck out of here good point i mean i love you norway i, I do i do love norway i do it's, i just live in a tiny yeah. village and it's just killing you know, me I, I have a i think i have an interesting um it, it's a dynamic relationship with norway because i'm doing fine yeah you are things are okay you are. yeah but there sure is a lot missing yeah and i sure yeah. do get reminded daily, daily. that i am not norwegian yes daily and that's tiring but you know what it's tiring but it was it was I it's been for me these past 13 years it's been eye-opening it's been insightful to because listen i'm a white girl right i'm a white girl i mean i'm not blonde hair blue eyes but i'm a white girl and you know coming from florida you know i was just accepted as somebody right. i didn't have any kind of minority right. shundown but also if you Think about, I do remember the Cubans and the Puerto Ricans, and especially yeah. the Puerto Ricans. They are American citizens, yeah. but they were never treated as such in Florida, where I'm from. They're like, fucking speak English and stuff. How many yeah. times have somebody, when you first moved here, probably not anymore, but how many times did you have somebody say, fucking speak Norwegian. You need to integrate yourself in this country. If you're going to live here, speak the language. It made me now feel, understand what immigrants in the States go through. Sure, sure. And, and not only that, but even immigrants who were born here, but then they have their friends and they just happen to be speaking Spanish yeah. to each other because why are they going to speak English when their native language is Spanish? I go through the same thing here. Like I have, I'm talking to you in English here in Norway. Yeah. Imagine us going out to a cafe and yeah. chatting in English and somebody walks by and goes, snack norsk for fun. I've had some people, maybe not that strongly, but some people have addressed me speaking English yeah. with my wife and, and my kids. Yeah, who's going to tell you what and language then, you can speak to your own family? And and then I'll, I'll just switch over to... Uh, I don't. No, I'll switch over in order to tell them, tell don't. them off. Okay, good. <laughs> you know? Yes. And then they're like, oh my gosh. He, and that happened once mm. at, a, um, uh, at a parking um, uh, in, a, in a parking lot, the parking meter. Right. There was a long line of people, some kind of function. What was that? Was it... Uh, yeah, some function for, maybe it was an act, uh, a theater thing right. for, our, for our daughter. And there's like 15, 20 people lined up. <clears throat> and Norwegians don't know how to, to line up. No, or, or they don't know how to queue up. up. Oh, fucking A. So I'm standing in line and then I perceived it to be my turn. Right. So I go to the, step up to the parking automat. And I had been standing, my son was with me in right. line. And we were talking in English. I always speak English with right. my kids. And... Apparently, this guy, this jackwad behind me, uh -huh. uh, thought it was his turn. Well, he wasn't really behind me. He was like in one of the other lines. Right, was, whatever line they created. Was, he thought it was his turn. Right. So he says in Norwegian, oh, look at this immigrant idiot. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't know how to line up. Uh, and then somebody said, well, tell him it's not his turn. And then the guy, the guy says, well, yeah, well, in, in Norwegian, of yeah. course, he says, well, that won't do any good because he doesn't speak Norwegian. Oh, there you go. That's your entrance. That was my entrance. That's got to be the entrance. That was my, because at that point, mm -hmm. see, a lot of that stuff I ignore because right. I, I try to avoid the conflict. Yeah. But We're at that, that point, way. <laughs> my son is standing there. Yeah. And it was a teaching moment. It's a teaching for my moment. Son. Absolutely. So I addressed it. Mm -hmm. and, and like I say, very often I can ignore those kind of things, but I, I couldn't ignore that there. And there, no. there was that, that, that it's almost a, 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 
a special Norwegian brand of xenophobia. Yeah, it is. And, and for the Norwegians who are listening, if you're getting upset about this, then mm-hmm. then stop. stop. Because we're just, I'm just speaking the truth here. This yes. Is, this is my This experience. is our experience. Yeah. yeah. There's this fear, there's this xenophobia that said that I just don't understand. No. There's only about five or six percent uh, uh, immigrants yeah. in, in this country. It's not that, you know, what are you afraid of? Yeah. Yeah. So but what are we going to do? Rise up. And if we do rise up, why are we rising up? Stop and have a little bit of insight. What, what are we pissed off about? <laughs> so to, to wrap this up, what, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Do you have a concrete plan about getting into the housing market? I absolutely a- do not. I mean, I don't know what the future holds for See, me whatsoever. It seems impossible. But the- you know what? I want, I want your listeners to, to go on John Because, because like, listen, I, I didn't grow up learning about the housing market because in my lifetime, like I said, I was, I'm come from a poor family. I never believed I was ever going to have a home. And then yeah. one day I was like, you know, fuck it. I got a dream. I'm going to fight for it. So I go to college, go to college, go to college, try to get a good job. I want to do it. I want to break that legacy. How to your listeners, how can I break that legacy being somebody who has no inheritance, who has no savings whatsoever, who is drowning in student debt? Where do I start off? Give us some advice. People. Give us some advice. Any any economics, you know, professors, any any realtors out there who have a good idea, whether it be in Norway or, like I said, I'm going to I'm going to get my Norwegian citizenship so I can move to Portugal, I can move to England, I can move somewhere else. You know, give me advice in your country because you have listeners all over the world. How the fuck do I start? Where do I start? What should I start thinking about whenever I want to save up as an as an older woman? I won't say I won't say old, but let's just say I'm I'm middle aged. She's not older than me, people. And so uh, I'm she not. She says older. I just want to slap. I'm her. a Gen X. I'm Gen <laughs> X. Okay, so but I'm 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 an adult. I'm an adult yeah. who, by normal social standards, I should have already owned my first home. Should already have that yard. Should already have the two point five kids. Blah blah but blah. See, we lost a step when we moved here. We did. That is literally dropping. Everything, every support system, over. dropping Everything. your entire credit score because I'm starting from you know exactly. absolutely no yep. credit. I'm starting from you know I'm starting from absolute scratch at my age to try to start to get a home for my kid. You know I want to break that, break that give legacy. Some advice on on raising your credit score. I didn't even if know we you, have credit scores here in Norway. I know yeah. nothing about that. It's not as it's not as um, it's not as numeric. I don't think it's it's different than it is back yeah. in the states. But here's one thing you can do if you if you have a Mastercard. Unfortunately, a, I do. Yeah. Okay. Here's what you do. It's but you got to have you got to <laughs> well you have to have discipline. Uh, I right. buy uh, all of my diesel right for my car. All of it goes on that credit card. Right. And I just pay it off every month. Right. That alone will affect your credit score. I had no idea we even had credit scores over here, to be honest, like proper credit scores. I know that whenever I get like a new phone or something like that, they'll send me something in the mail and say, we checked your credit and and it was fine. Well, there you go. That's your credit score. Yeah. (laughs) My credit score was fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, know, if you're going to go buy a new iPhone at, uh, at El Ship or something like that, you know, then that's what they do. They run a credit score. But, but eventually when it comes time to applying for that house loan, when that time comes, they want to be able to see that at the very least, you pay your gas every month yeah off of that credit card right. you have a history well i think i got another i think i graduate next year 2021 <laughs> class of 2021 and i'm gonna get probably an internship which will barely pay my rent and what i'm doing right now basically struggling but maybe this time i only have one job instead of three to pay those bills yeah. that's the, that's how, the how long do you think you'll be in an internship Is i don't that know a year long thing? it's about a year long yeah so then i got that and then i'll be you know in my 40s uh, chugging along trying to save money and that means according to the National Association of Realtors I get another 12 years to save up for just the 20% down payment that's so scary and then I still have 80% to pay so if I'm like in my 50s and I just get a 30 year loan on a house will they sell a 30 year loan on a house to somebody who's almost 50, 60 who won't live to be 90 years old so I'm, I won't even finish paying the bank knows I'm not going to finish paying off that see that's another thing I'm I'm 51 uh if I was not already in the housing market, uh-huh. I bet you that would be a factor. If yeah. I was a new home buyer, uh-huh. first time buyer, right. I bet you my age would be a I factor. I think so, because you got to get the negative, you know, to the negative. To the negative. Not a benefit that you're older. Like, fuck, why are you buying a house with absolutely no equity? You know, you, you saved exactly. up the 20% and exactly. then 
You're not going to finish this 30-year loan. It's a brutal fart. market. It it's is a brutal, brutal system. It's life not- is brutal. The, the, the moral of the story today is life is brutal. You stand absolutely no chance for happiness. And happy Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Should we, should we wind it up with Let's that? Let's wind thing? it up. Let's wrap it down. So, um... Yeah, let's, uh, we'll be crying. Uh, let's cry forever. <laughs> the day out. And, uh, Tiffy Tiffy brings all the happiness into your home every time I come in. But. No, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for, I think it was a great topic. Um, these these Tiffy Tuesdays are uh, uh, days where we talk about the things that you have on your mind, and this was yet another great topic. And so something, it's something to mull over. And, and so. all this is think about if you do have kids and stuff, I mean, you probably have to start saving some money for them to get them boost off because people like us, you know, who didn't get the, the money from mommy and daddy. I mean, we didn't stand a chance, which, which is what Americans should be proud of. Like I started from the bottom and made my way, but that's, those are the stories that you see in the newspaper because yeah. they're so fucking rare. Yeah. Yeah. That's why not everybody can do that. Start from the bottom, become a millionaire. No, not everybody can be Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos or anything like that. That's why we have so much news on Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. Those guys. Those wow. guys. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the, the moral of the story. Is, that's uh, the moral of the story for yeah. this Tiffy Tuesday. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing this. Okay. Yes. Thanks, Tiffy. Thanks for having me. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you,